0: Hi, tennis partner, a win of the day. Hi, Cindy. We're just celebrating because we had a match this morning and we're feeling really loud and
1: proud about it. So good. Let's talk about it. So we talked a little last week, even though we had such a mellow podcast, we went from fiery the week before and got all kinds of feedback to mellow, but this week we can brag a little because we (laughs) won. We did See? what we needed to do. We never lost a match in our tournament that is now officially over. It I was know. a three or four week Valley Club. We did a four
0: week commitment where we did drills one day and then we had our, you know, tournaments one day. And this was the final, um, I should let me final performance. This was our final match this morning. And um, Cindy, I'm just, I'm proud of us because we shared with you last week, the tournament play creates, there's some nerves and there's a lot of, emotional on the court but we kept talking to each other positively
1: and really I just feel like
0: we played we played well so i'm happy i think
1: i might have a little bit of a reputation for getting the yips during tournaments because i get nervous i've talked about this last week already but i get kind of careful and that's very typical in tournaments and people kind of rely on me to do that because normally i kind of whack at the ball pretty good mm-hmm. and in tournaments i play a little more carefully so I get more timid, and I think they were expecting me to fall, crumble, crumble. But instead, I think we just held our own beautifully, and we just are kind of raising our trophy over our heads today. Why we are not? loving it.
0: I know, and I don't always get the opportunity to celebrate. Like I was feeling like I could join in and and share this good news. So, so Phyllis, in. I know you had a really fun last weekend.
1: Oh, you, I know. I healthy. wanted to talk about it. It was so cute. So, so. Colleen and I went to lunch at the most wonderful place. You can go there for lunch or dinner. It's called Vintage. It's in Ketchum or Sun Valley, Idaho. It is so special. And right now we're really taking advantage of the outdoor seating, but the cuisine is world-class. And so we were with our wonderful, we call her our producer of our podcast, Randy Is our faithful listener. She was one person in particular who really encouraged us Several years ago to get into podcasting. And so, frequently, uh, not frequent enough, but we do get together with her and have the best time having this lunch. And I had a whole story to tell the girls at lunch about my wonderful weekend in Stanley, Idaho, which is about an hour north of here in the Sawtooth Mountain Range and part of the Stanley Basin where the Salmon River comes flowing through. And it is a playland outdoor extravaganza our valley is too our wood river valley where sun valley ketchum is but um up there it's even more wooded and more rugged and the peaks are even more jagged and it's just a little wilder even and this so there's really really spectacular, spectacular hikes and every kind of thing you can imagine and there's a beautiful oasis accommodation called the rocky mountain ranch and it is a five-star experience where you can go and they will hook you up with all kinds of ranching things anything you want in terms of horseback riding fishing rafting anything you want but for those of us who live here maybe we're not totally focused on that and we just go often my husband and I and some friends for the cuisine and because of COVID now they're much stricter about you know how they're handling things and it's outdoor um Beautiful uh, patios and things overlooking the, the Sawtooth Range of mountains. And you have to stay the night if you go for dinner. You cannot any longer just go dine there. And so, oh, darn it, we had to get one of these darling cabins and stay the night. And it was, we hadn't done that before. And so it was just a whole nother experience to stay the night. And we met the nicest people, had the best time. And we just had the time of our lives and we went to on a hike, Brad and I, that I've always wanted to go on called Shangri-La,
0: which is a lake
1: and it's very elusive. And it was an eight hour, sorry, eight mile, four hour um, excursion because it was very elusive. So you had to do a lot of craggly climbing around and bouldering and everything. The last mile, especially you get lost and then you have to find your way again. But the lake is, I can't describe it. It's the prettiest mountain hike i've ever taken and the best hike second only to molokai in hawaii where i went and did waterfalls and different hikes to waterfalls with brad back in the day so this was exquisite and i highly recommend i'm thinking
0: it was really private like you probably didn't see a lot of people on the trail
1: oh no Heavens no. But we did see one other couple that ended up showing up a little later, and we were all swimming and splashing and having a great time. I'm telling you, it is exquisite. I recommend Shangri-La. So, um, But the thing I wanted to tell you and Randy, Colleen, that's such a kick. Okay, you know how I love DVF. I love Diane von Furstenberg. And we're lucky enough to wear Colleen, you tell about Panache, our local beautiful boutique and, and Diane. Okay. You tell that part.
0: Cindy's being sweet. She has such a great story. And You know, you, 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 when you're on this zoom, you try to be respectful. Like I know I'm listening and I'm not. Okay. So Cindy does, you actually do have a lot of DVF dresses and you but have, why For one time tell on why you. because they're flattering on you, I guess. No, because- like well, D, well, Diane does come here every summer through the Allen and company. She's part of that. I guess her and her husband, and then she does a special showing at a very lovely boutique here called Panache. So Diane attends the event and then all of us, you know, all of her designs are flown in. So girls like Cindy and I get to show up along with everyone else in the valley and purchase these dresses, maybe the fall collection early. So that that's the Diane story. So now you're there. Are you wearing a DVF dress at when you're there at dinner now. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. so,
1: what's happened is over the years, I've accumulated these beautiful, especially the wrap. I mean, I have different DVF because I have kind of indulged because I can't help myself. Like calling the style
0: on you, also. You wear it? them well. Yes. Okay, I don't okay. have the wrap. I can't wear the wrap like you can. Well, I, that's wear, well, I have a maxi, like I'll have a maxi of hers. I'm trying to think. I've had a cross, but the wrap style I really might have had years ago, but I don't have any in my closet, but I've acquired like yourself, some of her designs over the last few years through this, you know, fashion event that she you puts on. You
1: have them. that green one that I've borrowed. Do you want to know what? So-
0: That's only been in my, on my body twice.
1: Well, when you're ready to I sell have- that, Do don't take it to consignment. I will buy that from you. It really looks love- great
0: on you. And it's a little, it has a little bit more of the chiffon, other than just the basic wrap, which is, she does a, a simple design with not a polyester, but you know, the stretch fab- fabric, the one in the green, has like a chiffon style, like it's softer. And I, I, it's a, it's a little dressier probably too. So go on. It I, I got to so hear brilliant. what happened when you walked in this room.
1: Okay. But here's the, here is the thing. I don't, all my wrap dresses and I have several, not all of them are DVF. Some of them are knockoffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I use those as what my dear friend, Kristen Allen calls house dresses. She'll always put on a darling little sheath. We saw her last night at the yeah. party, Colleen. Yeah. She wears these little sheets. She wear these, wears these cute little things that she calls house dresses. And it's true. When you go over to Kristen's home, she'll probably have a dress on and they're casual. So she got me years ago thinking that that was the way to go on a hot summer day, have a little dress. So I've been doing that myself. And now these DVF knockoffs, I wear all the time. You've seen them, Colleen. You and wore one the
0: last week as so you rode your
1: bike. Yes, yeah, some are not knockoffs. Some are. But the point is, is that every now and then I question myself, and I'm getting to the punchline, I promise. Every now and then I question myself about these little knockoffs when I do take them out of the house and on to luncheons or dinners even, or even a party on, the, on occasion, and put a nice sandal with them and see if I can get away with it. So I, when packing for Stanley and for Rocky Mountain Ranch, went totally casual. I was wearing my camping jewelry. I was wearing my camping gear. And of course, not literally, but you know what I mean? I was toned way down. And I just threw in one of those little knockoffs for dinner. Little did I know that this thing has gotten so upscale over there. I cannot even tell you that the people you sit next to, I mean, they are the who's who or whatever, and they're not shy about telling you who they are. And so as you're having this six course meal outdoors, so it's casual, it's still kind of, you know, upper crust-ish. And I get a kick out of that because it's such a juxtaposition of this really kind of campy environment and rustic, and Mm -hmm. then this who's who thing not always into that. Well, they're
0: coming out there, Cindy, too, because it is this exquisite little hideaway, and the who's who can enjoy this experience in privacy, because the dining room, is it, I mean, I don't know how many guests can be there, but I follow what you're saying, because I'm laughing, thinking, um, no, I would have never packed thinking myself that there's a whole lot. I would be more on the casual side. So, but
1: but I but I'm following. Go on. Well, and Brad and I do go at least once a year and have dinner there. And we've noticed over recent years with new new ownership that it's changed some. But because we stayed there this time, we were really engrossed in it. Okay. Right. But I have my knockoff on now. Here we go. Punchline. I'm eating my dinner, try, you know, kibitzing and and having this great conversation with people because it's family style and trying to keep up with all this dynamic and wondering all the while looking at these women and how well they're dressed and the men too. Mm. Who walks up to our table and introduces herself and says to me, hi, I'm Sonia and I love your dress. And I said, Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. What is it? She asks. I'm like, Oh, is I went ahead and was honest. Um, I'm like, it's just one of those little DVF kind of knockoff wraps that it's really a camping dress. And so thank you though. That's hysterical. I was feeling so underdressed tonight. Yeah. Lo and behold, after a few more sentences, she can't wait to tell me who she is. Oh, and okay. I was thrilled to hear that she's the CEO of Gap. Which so it's Sonia Single. And okay. what was cool is in our small town, a lot of times we know a lot of the same people. So She was drawn to this place in part because we have a friend in common, Nancy Green, who's the CEO of Old Navy and has a home in Sun Valley, Idaho. And I've known her for years calling through the Moscone's. And so, of course, we were talking about that connection. And the big greatest part about this was that the CEO of, right, and GAP includes Old Navy. It includes Banana Republic. They have seven companies that she's, you know, overseeing. And she liked my little $50 dress. I got the biggest kick out of it. And I wanted to tell you and Randy, because it just cracked me up.
0: No, you want to know what that says? You wear it well. Not only that, (laughs) sometimes, isn't it true? You have something on, like when you're buying Cindy, that's a true compliment. And I would be wearing that dress and that just affirms this, that that style is so complimentary really in her business. I would have been the same way. like, ha, huh ah. um, but what I was going to say, so when you were talking, it made me think about when we get dressed and not this particular event, but you bought the dress, you like the dress. It's funny. Sometimes I like something. Well, who doesn't? Maybe I'm just normal even more. So like, probably loved, you liked your dress you bought the dress but when you go out and someone tells you something like that and i know we're taking her as a special example because she's the ceo of the gap and she's in style and fashion she knows the business i find i wear that a lot more when i get complimented on an outfit i absolutely can tell you it's not like the closet is here's the complimentary outfits you do find yourself Okay, this is now I know that I am dressing and I'm wearing this more often. I do it now, not that I'm getting a lot of compliments because I'm not, but I can assure you that's going to be a top pick in your closet.
1: Colleen Weaver, you always I love, love fashion, I do, I do. I wear the
0: same things,
1: but I you are my style. So Talk about wearing it well. You are statuesque. You have that model's body. Well, she's clear, always Your yeah. always is impeccable in your makeup and you're beautiful, so you wear it well, well no matter I'm, what. I'm thinking and that so, is- You know what I've I mean? Been, yeah. You know I'm more toned down a little bit, and you should see me when I'm camping. I barely pulled it off that night. I could hardly believe.
0: Can I tell you what I think might be happening to the Gap? If I see their collection of dresses in any style that you're, that wrap style, That could be a a notion of like, oh, wow, this could be a real winner for our store.
1: How cute. Oh, I hope that happens. You never know. They
0: they actually have casual dress. Like, they have dresses at at various stores, which, by the way, it's funny you're saying the Gap, because I happened to be in Las Vegas, full disclosure. Yes, I traveled, and yes, I was there. I was there for a reason, but I went into the mall, Cindy, and the Gap store was closed. The Gap. And Apple. because of COVID. Because of COVID, all, all the other stores were open. The hours are like, gosh, you know that the, the mall used to be open. Oh, maybe from like ten to ten. It short hours, noon to six. But I was kind of surprised that the gap was closed.
1: I, I was really, surprised too. Yeah, you
0: because know, and then there
1: are stores we rely on, like Target yeah, and things I like know. that. We're so lucky are open that yeah. you would think some of those kind of anchor. Um, stores would be as well, that you don't have to go into a mall to be a part of, and it's too bad. I'm telling you, we're still just really out of sorts here.
0: Well, yeah, it's true. I was telling Cindy, I had gone to Vegas for an event. It was a happy event, and we didn't change our plans, but when I arrived, Las Vegas is in phase one, and phase one is just a reminder that we were masked the entire time. I couldn't be outside without a mask, and it was known, like, everybody knew it was phase one. The it was super safe if you're thinking of going there in this regard the occupancy is low so maybe it was 30% but you know you're entering they immediately take it's not like when i say they take your temperature but there's a camera and i knew that i knew after being there that that was what was happening your temperature is taken and i found out that because when i would even leave the building and come back in it was something i was doing maybe 3 times and i said well what would happen if i had a temperature and you have a chance to get your temperature taken three times in a four hour span. And then if, you, it, if you're not normal, you can't stay there. So there is this feeling of, it felt comfortable and safe the way they've worked at maintaining that casino. I talked about it when I went to the opening probably six weeks ago, they've even upped it more. Like I talked about the plexiglass, Cindy, but now not only in the front where the, gla- the plexiglass is, it's on either side of you. So when you're playing cards, you're sitting sort of in a cube. like
1: Really? Not
0: yes. And oh. if you're at a craps table, the same. So if your husband or you're playing, you can't get into that cube with your husband even. And so here I was kind of saying to you, I knew to wear my mask because it was very public. Even if I walked across the street, I only went out to get, like, I needed basics at the mall. And yeah, that was fine. You know, I knew the rules. But when we come back here to Sun Valley, I was just saying to Cindy, I, we are not in a, I don't know what phase we are. I shouldn't even say I know, but I know that not everyone is masked outside. Hiking, biking, but even outside of Starbucks. Out there, if you're having your coffee or if you're walking around town, half the people choose to wear a mask, half don't. And I'm talking outside, not within our buildings. But I have literally had people come up to me, make a comment, and I really don't appreciate it. I'm following the rules wherever I travel. And you said it best, uh, it's, it's like the judgment. There's just, it's so judgy right now that it's, it makes everyone uncomfortable.
1: And I'm calling it, I think I've heard it said that it's mask shaming.
0: You're right, you're right. But even there's also like,
1: travel shaming. Like you had. I, same- I know,
0: I also do full disclosure because I don't want anyone to know. And these same people, yeah. I've seen a lot of mixed messages too. So, if you have an event, sometimes you you're forced to travel for work. You have things that you're doing just because they're your life commitments, and you've chosen to risk doing that. But I don't think it's fair for people to say that they're doing such a great job when I see their children at a pool with fifteen people, and they like some people that want to tell me what a great job they're doing. It don't think that I'm not seeing other things that might be inconsistent. Correct? Like I'm just saying in general. So I'm feeling a little vulnerable, like I said to you earlier today, I don't feel like I deserve to be judged. And I try not to judge other people, but the ones that judge me, you're darn right, I'm judging you right back. Because no one knows how this, we, we have information. I could walk into that cleaners across the street and get COVID as quickly, as, as easily as I could on that airplane. I don't know how I'm going to get it. but. If we're, we're all at some point, like you're a little safer, you've experienced it, Cindy, I know eventually I'm probably going to get it. And that's exactly what we're all hoping for. But so sorry about that.
1: Well, you're talking about herd immunity, which I think yeah. our valley already has. So many people have had it here that yeah. it is, we're not getting the really bad spike right now, like other parts of the country, Florida, for instance. Florida, oh my god And heaven, I think New out. York is like we are. Colleen. I think New York, unlike California, having been through so much in sort of the beginning of this thing, now they're not experiencing these spikes the way that California and Florida are because they, were, they weren't as bad early on. So I think there is yeah. herd immunity. You might have had it. You're carrying the antibodies and you don't even know it, Colleen.
0: Well, that's another thing. When people run around and say they have the antibodies, you have the antibodies when you got tested. And what are you actually doing with those antibodies? I don't really follow that line either.
1: I don't know, just feeling really good about it for the moment. But I'm still wearing a mask like crazy because I get mask shamed every now and then. It really isn't happening anymore. But early on, I would um, forget to bring my mask in to a different store or whatever. And people just sort of pounce on you immediately and tell you to get your mask on. It's intimidating. It's awful. And
0: today no, I'm not in stores, just so you know, Cindy, when I say that, I'm not walking into a store without my mask. that is, I
1: did accidentally. And well, I got I think mask people in people forget
0: my girlfriend just shared with me today. She's like, you wouldn't believe it. I walked into the, I won't say our food store here. She's like, I was in there for 15 minutes. Like, and I got out and I realized I put, forgot to put my mask on. I said, well, you're lucky because that I'm surprised someone didn't approach you.
1: Oh, they'll, they'll wrestle yeah. you to the floor in some of these stores and that's fine. And I'm not doing it intentionally. I just, I just forget. Okay. Based on judgment, tell me what you would do in this situation. Okay. So I was at the market the other day. This is not on the subject of masks or COVID, okay. but uh, I was waiting out front for my husband to, you know, follow along or whatever we were doing. And I hear this little faint mama, mama cry. Mm. And I think I'm hearing things of course, but then I listen <laughs> up <and laughs> because I'm always hearing my voices of my children pass that uh, used to be babies. Do
0: you ever hear a voice that you're not like, I, I hear mom, or mom, or mama, and there are so many times, I really think it's their voice.
1: Of course.
0: Did, did you, th- okay, it's the, okay, when you, when you heard it, yeah, when you said you were looking or feeling the past. Yes, of honestly. course. I'm like, oh my God, like, that, that's that that's his voice, he, you know?
1: It's just baked uh, in, it's a knee-jerk response, okay. and then we have to remind ourselves that we're in our 50s, and that means they're in their mid to, if not late 20s, whatever, and they're all grown up. But this little voice, was seriously a little tiny peep of someone. And I went searching to see where the source was because this little thing was getting more and more upset. And I found this little thing in her car seat all alone in the back of a car, a car with Georgia plate, it locked and all, but the window was down just enough. And she was distraught because she had been left in the car while her mother was in the grocery store. And so talking about judgment, I didn't like that. And people started to gather because as I was telling the little girl, everything's okay. We'll, we'll get your mommy. I said, what's your mommy's name? She goes, mama. And then she oh. burst into tears. And I felt like I was making it worse. So I said, I hope I'm not scaring you. I'm just going to stand here till your mommy comes, which I did. And I so had my the husband. door closed. open? Or no, it was I locked. But it was locked. Was so you're locked. talking to her through but the window. I was talking through the crack in the window, okay. but not too close. Just, you know, mm-hmm. making sure she knew it didn't make her feel any better that I was standing there. So I sort of backed off. I had my husband go have someone speak over the loudspeaker that Georgia plates. You're you're, right. Please come immediately. Didn't mention the child, but about 10 minutes later out comes the mother with her groceries. And by then a, a little crowd had gathered and we were all very judgy and we were verbal to her about how, We did not agree with that. And even though it's a small town, it's not appropriate. The poor little thing was distraught beyond. And I was kind of judgy. I'll be honest. I was kind of. That's actually, I don't even call
0: that judgy. What she did was wrong. I agree. It was, we are not, I don't even, I I thought it was, first off, it's against the law, I believe, to leave your dog or let alone your child in a car unattended. I mean, I really don't think, like, that I would have been a hundred percent um in your camp and wouldn't even have felt that i was judging her i mean she's lucky you didn't call the police i might have called police and not have even gone in there and recruited her because i don't know what store you're in because where cindy's talking with there's a variety of stores and i don't know if she would get more and more upset i don't know about the temperature of the car even though you know it could get really hot here i know the crack was in i okay so what happens she comes out is she now? I don't know why age would matter. Is she some new young she is, mom?
1: She's young, and she's from out of town. And I was telling her this is a small town, and it's you've got to still take better care here. And people are watching, and we don't put up with this. No. And uh, she said, and I forgot my mask. I'm so flustered. I said, you forgot more than your mask when you went in the yes. store. Right. I mean, it was gross. And I'll be honest. I know Dave Kastner, the the um, police chief, and I did call him. Yeah cattle. And I took a picture of her license just in case it was a bigger deal than even I was feeling or the people around that were really appalled. And I didn't want to be
0: your brother's keeper. We are now allowed to really, they're telling us to keep an eye when we feel or see something wrong. We're supposed to be doing that. So I think what you did, I commend you. And I'm going to tell you something else I know about you. You would have done that even like before this error. Like meaning this era in this time in life, because since you've always been good about being outspoken about the right and the wrong, you've kind of, in some ways, have been more of a child advocate in some of your other past experiences, because I know that about you. And I, I am, I just can't, I'm so glad that, you know, that mother got a second chance is what I would tell her, better never have this happen again. She was upset.
1: I I mean, she was shaken by this. And again, it wasn't just, she think it was right.
0: How long like, did she say, oh, I was just going to do a quick
1: area? Oh, yeah, of course. I just went in for a quick thing of milk. I was only in for two minutes. And I said, well, I've been standing here for 10. Yeah, yeah. I just good, didn't, good. I really felt like the yeah. judgment police. I know. I don't like people like that. But at the same time, I had to kind of really sock it to her so that she didn't do it again. I know. I felt really sorry for the child, okay? I did. I and how about, terrible? like,
0: there's, like, little things, like, you remember when you'd have to go to the post office, right? So we have to go to our P.O. box here. You know, my, my thing is, and I can remember being in Memphis, if I could see that car and walk right there, like it'd be like if you had to mail something, I don't want you to think that I haven't like, yeah, I've mailed a letter. I have my eye on that car. It's when you're not able to see that That's car for right. a quick something, because right. I don't want you to think for one minute that I haven't done like a quick little something, but walking into a building and not having your eye on your car or your child, to me is like, well, that's, it's just clearly wrong. And another thing is don't you always felt like when you were parenting, and I know I'm actually going to say this now, because I know accidents happen, but I feel so grateful that (laughs) there wasn't the breaking of a bone or all those things. You know, you're trying to keep your child alive through so many stages, and then they're out of your control, Cindy, things happen, people break bones, they fall, they have accidents. But it's still like, so painful their pain is your pain and you just feel like you want to prevent all these things so I up until the age of like until they really went to school like three and four I was like okay I I got this far and then all of a sudden you have to let them loose they're on a ski team I mean they're on all these events in life that that I just remember thinking every time they came home thank god you're home safely thank god you're home safely terrible and even now like I don't let my head go there as much because we're all kind of vulnerable but and you know, another thing is I have a real problem. This is gonna be interesting for a lot of people to hear. I love animals, I have dogs, but I don't keep my dogs and my people on the same level for me. Human life, like, it's just, it's so important. So when I see other people like taking better care of a dog than they would a child, it makes me sad. So I don't know if that's right well, or It's not. interesting it in our
1: town. This is a very dog-centric town massive dog lovers, and of course, we all are animal lovers, and so much of why we're here is for the wildlife, and so we all love the animals, but it is true that people in this town are voracious mm-hmm. about their dogs, and, and even do. like,
0: I, I, think, I think everyone anymore, they're all, pet, we're pet crazy, in a good way, I'm not saying bad, I have a group of friends recently that were saying, oh, we should all get together with our dogs, and I looked at, around the table thinking each one of them had two dogs, or maybe some of them three, and they post quite a bit. Um, I just probably never posted my dogs as much as other people, but that's just, you know. Just, so wait. I have
1: I have a little confession that I've been looking at a dog breed. No. Because, yes, because you know I have giant schnauzers, but, but because I was supposed to, before COVID, be in LA for two years,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: had one of my very good friends, take my giant schnauzer in and go on his ranch. This is our architect and very dear friend who has my dog up in Salmon, Idaho on, you know, several- yeah, I remember that now. I forgot. I forgot about um, that. Yes, and she has a doggy companion because he already had an Airedale and they're best friends and they trek and they do all these fun things. She's so happy that he kind of fell so madly in love with her thinking he was going to babysit her off and on for two years that he right now is- keeping her at the moment. So I'm trying to work through that just as we speak. It's here now, right his now
0: dog, Cindy, and his experience, yeah, his mind. He's, I get it. And that might be okay if you're looking at another breed.
1: Well, so I miss her. And so I speaking know. of, you know, doggies and how much we love them, there is a breed that they're saying right now is like the perfect dog. And you can tell me what you think. You'll have to look it up, but it's it has three dogs in one. So it's a mix. You know, it's a designer doggy. The only reason I know about it is because one a of designer my. Designer doggy. Well, it you is.
0: Who I love that phrase. I've never yes. heard it before. Okay. Designer right. doggy. They... It's called a DD.
1: <laughs> when they blend and bring all these different yeah. breeds together to find the perfect mix, it's okay. a designer. And um, one of my best girlfriends, Mimi Clark, has right. what this combo is. Okay. It is a Cavapuchon. So it has one part uh, King Charles Cavalier, is that what they're called? One part miniature poodle, and one part Bichon Frise. I think so, i
0: love this breed.
1: So it is the sweetest, cutest, and it's like a little miniature thing, but not too small. Right. But it all, if you know what a Wheaton Terrier looks like, they're oh. um, hypoallergenic, but they're large. This is like a shrunken down version of that with these cool shaggy little kind of hair and just the sweetest little happy face that kind of keeps its puppy face, but not too much. And it has the happiest disposition and it doesn't get over 20 pounds. So you can take it on the airplane in its carrier mm-hmm. and put it under the seat. So it's very portable, which for newly empty nesters mm-hmm. and important. people that are dividing their time, like we're, you know, wanting to more and more. However, COVID is kind of impeding some of those plans, but mm-hmm. stay tuned. This little thing can go everywhere with you, but it isn't so small that it becomes the little dog. Do you know what I'm saying? It's more about yeah, like
0: how, how big, like Cindy, how many pounds? With that? Right around
1: 20 pounds. Oh, and okay. it's, it's just together. the cutest, happiest little thing. And I found the right breeder because of this, that I, um, my friend Mimi has one named Captain Pete. And Captain Pete's parents are going to be having more babies. Ooh. And so I'm thinking seriously, here we go again, of putting my name in for one of these. If my friend and architect is truly serious about keeping Cassie, I might have to because I miss having a dog.
0: I, I, I miss having I have Our kids ask us all the time about getting a dog, Cindy. And I know I, I've only had big dogs. I know I'm not getting a dog in the near future until I'm more settled, but I know that I would want a smaller dog. I've loved the King Charles Cavaliers. I think they're darling. I like the combination of what you just said, the poodle, because I always hear poodles are so smart. And, and
1: hypoallergenic.
0: And hyper, and then the Bichon, my aunt had a little Bichon, and they have the cutest little faces. So that combo I'm gonna Google. And as you're talking and speaking of dogs, guess what I found out today? What? I am going to be, what do we call, Hunter is getting a dog. Him and Sarah are um, due to be the, the, the breed. It's gonna be, be a um, lab, it's always a lab. I should ask him, if I didn't ask him if it was a chocolate, well, I have no idea what color, but the, it's gonna be born in September, and he was letting me know that, this, that he'd be having the dog by November, because we're making plans for Thanksgiving. And I was kind of like, well, I couldn't really talk about it, because whatever that we choose to do on Thanksgiving, the, dog, the puppy will come. Well, he was so excited. I didn't want to rain on his parade. He's still taking care of Aspen, so all I said was, "Is Sarah, you know, as excited as you are?" And he said, "Yes," because she was leaning toward a, a mid-sized dog. I wasn't sure, so I'll keep you posted with that. And then the other so thing—that
1: is your grand puppy. That's
0: it, Mama Grant. Well, so what am I then going to be? A grand? Yeah, it's my grand puppy, and I'm a grand uh, whatever I am but so, hold
1: on so you mentioned Aspen that's one of your polar bear the, labs that Hunter adopted from you and he has with him like
0: your friend who's taking care of well it was always a, a favorite. who's the other different. what
1: happened to the other one
0: Boulder passed away last summer Cindy yes they were in Did talk about world. that I
1: don't we know might, we might we
0: might not have but I had t- two that were th- the same breed brother and sister and Cindy knows them it was Aspen and Boulder and if you have two dogs like that that come at home at the same time They were glued at the hip. They slept together. If I took any photos and ever put, I mean, I had more likes about the dogs than I would ever about anybody else in the family, right? They just, they seemed inseparable. You wouldn't think one could survive without the other. And I'm only smiling as I say it because Aspen, when when Boulder was put down last summer, we just didn't know that Aspen, how well she would do. But guess what the update is? She's thriving. She's never been better. Okay, so right. I said it, maybe she's enjoying all that love and attention for herself. And the other thing I was going to tell you, Cindy. So um, in May or July, when Hunter was here with Sarah, the dog was in doggy daycare. I can't tell you how many times I'd walk by the phone, keep you on the phone. He was checked video. He had he could see everything the dog was doing in daycare. Oh, I, and then he make a comment to Sarah like, "Oh, she's." Oh, there she is walking across, like Aspen doesn't, when the dogs are in the main room, Cindy, there would be plate like along the wall. She would tend to walk along the wall. And Hunter was letting me know, she doesn't like to be in the crowd with the dogs. Her, her sight isn't that great, all these. So I say to myself now, can you imagine, I'm sure now we're talking about a dog. I worried so much when I was going back to work after Hunter where, you know, I had someone come into the house. You, you're watching your child all day long. If you have a babysitter, you have a camera. If you're, you know, in daycare, you could watch them. I mean, there's a a nice sense of security. You're never really having cares.
1: He cares that
0: much. Uh, He always have a dog.
1: So So that's why he's getting a puppy too, because he's doing the smart move. They say, if you have a dog that is getting up in years, like, let's say that the the, the phrase I've heard is when you have a 10 year old, make sure you have a 10 month old.
0: I kind of did that with catch when I brought home Coco. Exactly that. I thought you were gonna say something else, Cindy. I thought you were gonna say they're practicing because if you're a couple, let's see how well you do with a puppy together. Because that could be a bit, a bit of a test. Oh, for sure. I, a like, oh, is he yeah. You know what I would tell you the, big, the best test is? I think you take a road trip. I oh, think, yes. I, I think you take a road trip to see, just to kinda, there's a little bit more to like the behavior that you might not witness day to day in your lovely apartment. But you get in the car together and you figure it out. But not that anyone's doing that. I'm just saying I took a lot of road trips with Charles. So he, knew, <laughs> that was he, smart. Knew, he knew he could put me in the best of the best and the worst of the worst, and uh, I kind yeah. of rolled with it. And I still kind of do to some degree. There's like, you know, even when you talked about staying at the Rocky Mountain retreat, like used to be up there for dinner only. It's kind of nice that they're open because a lot of the hotels. Even in the valley here, the occupancy—it's not full in the hotels. People feel comfortable doing the VRBO. I'm happy they're open.
1: Oh, it's I could like go It is Rocky there with a
0: group of Girls.
1: Oh gosh, it's really a retreat, Rocky Mountain Ranch. It is gorgeous. and these buildings, these beautiful cabins, and the main mm-hmm. ranch house, all built in the 1930s, all original logs and construction, and these gorgeous mm-hmm. rock fireplaces. Massive in the main lodge, and then every cabin has its own beautiful fireplace, kind of primitive but exquisitely yeah. kept. It's a five star. It is have you
0: ever been to the Biltmore? Pardon, the Biltmore Estates.
1: In, what about um, it?
0: No, have you ever been there? Because it's, it, I'm not, I, oh, I've, yeah, been there, but I'm wondering. Yours is probably a lot more. I mean, but it has that kind of feel. It's very, it's in the mountains. It's really beautiful. Well, the, the billboard
1: is a hotel chain all around the United States, but they also have rustic. In
0: North, in North Carolina in particular, yes. Oh,
1: I didn't know yeah, that. might no, be I
0: the original one, yes. It's very, it's in the mountain settings there. I mean, like North Carolina goes from the coast to the mountains. You have a whole range. That, that state offers like mountain life, Asheville, North Carolina. It's really... I'm not moving there and I'm acting like I'm selling it. But when Hunter lived there. I really did enjoy a lot about that.
1: But Can one you the- announce your um, newest purchase yet? Or do you want to wait to announce? Let's
0: announce next week. Okay. Big- we already had the big reveal with our masks and our noses and all that. But yeah, we'll share. I'll, no, I'll, you I'll give have some really fun news. Business.
1: I and do will reveal next week. So I will yeah. write a note to be sure we don't forget the big reveal of okay. Colleen's. Well, this is the day of fun.
0: celebration for you, Cindy and I on tennis, and we're going to make it happen again. I could not be happier that you were my partner. I'm not sure that will happen again, but you know, it's it nice to a always little it stressful
1: in. out there at first and we handled it. Well,
0: yeah, we Colleen do. Know I, I know I was really working on that. My mental game, Cindy, last night I told you when I went to bed, I was saying to myself, stay calm like and i went to sleep and i thought about it. i got up earlier than i usually do because i needed to like take the time i didn't want to feel rushed but i had been taking clinics like a tennis clinic it's not a private lesson but it's a lesson and i was really trying to work on some things like being more aggressive at that, and at the net little things that i felt like for the last game that's why i was so happy i feel like i did some of the things i was doing that I was learning in the clinic that I wanted to practice at a real game and get a point from it, not, were not get it out. So were
1: you doing visualization before the tournament? I was definitely, I wasn't like watching, thinking of the point and winning. I was
0: thinking more about playing calmly, like looking at the ball and I saw myself being successful. Not Good. well, it worked the game successful. So thank it you. It worked. You well, hit, you hit always a big and it was moment. a pleasure.
1: I hope we start putting all these on YouTube too, not just the audio, but the, but the YouTube for um, visual, because these videos are so cute. And right now, Colleen has her hair in curlers and it is (laughs) so cute to hear all the variety.
0: So you can see the real us. And I thought, oh, okay. You know, I said to Cindy, I'll save this YouTube because it will be Fun. It will just be entertaining to look back on. So I've loved visiting with you, Cindy. And of course, all of our listeners, we love you. Stay healthy, stay safe, and wear your mask.
1: <laughs> Have love a wonderful you. end of July. We're coming up on August. Hard to
0: believe. All right. Bye, Cindy. Love
1: you. Bye-bye.